welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walk in the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Einstein. Thank you all for joining me tonight as we go through with you today's reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading. As this will be the first time that I hear it or read it right here on this podcast with y'all. And I'm looking forward to it as we finish out October here. We're coming up on the starting in new month in a couple of days and I'm I'm excited to see if October finishes out as strong as it's been this whole month like I'm I'm not even really entirely sure what it could add in to make it even come more alive than was already put into this month so <clears throat> let's see what the 27th brings us so here we go this is October 27th reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations In the perfect chord of music, a single note, though forgotten, is indispensably contained. And the drop of water becomes a supreme becomes of supreme usefulness by losing itself in the ocean. Sink thyself compassionately in the heart of humanity, and thou shalt reproduce the harmonies of heaven. Lose thyself in unlimited love toward all, and thou shalt work enduring works, and shalt become one with the eternal ocean of bliss. Man evolves outward to the periphery of complexity, and then involves backward to the central simplicity. When a man discovers that it is mathematically impossible for him to know the universe before knowing himself. He then starts upon the way which leads to original simplicity. He begins to unfold from within, and as he unfolds himself, he unfolds the universe. Cease to speculate about God, and find the all-embracing good within thee. These are just like two distinct messages in here, and I love them both. At the metaphors, I guess he uses, examples uh, of the musical note and the drop of water right in the beginning. I've never thought about it that way. I want to know where that's come from, what book that one comes from, because that's one, the one I want to read next. In perfect chord, in the perfect chord of music, the single note, though forgotten, is indispensably contained, and the drop of water becomes supreme usefulness by losing itself in the ocean. I think that's an amazing way to say that. I think there's so many that are just trying to stand out today, aren't they? They're trying to make a name for themselves. Trying to feed that ego. To grasp at a material world for a limited existence of pleasure. And prestige. Prestige. 
And it's just kind of amazing to me that that true purpose comes from doing the opposite almost. I love this whole reading is just incredible. Because when you think about symphonies and you think about these magnificent, just awe-inspiring pieces of music that have been composed and are just so powerful and evoke such strong emotions and so many and tell these beautiful stories with not a word spoken. They wouldn't be possible without every single note. The composition, the mastery of the composition, makes up the beauty and the completeness of the whole. So, every single note, though in and of itself seems maybe small, perceivably or from certain perspectives insignificant as just one but you take out just one note many times and what's it become a mess you take out one note in the right place and the ear and the soul almost can feel us the symphony is off it's missing something it's incredible how some of these things have been captured. And how a drop of water, I love that also, how the drop of water must become part of the ocean. And the ocean is just comprised of many, 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 many drops of water. If every drop of water sought to be its own individual piece of water, wouldn't... What would we have if every note in a symphony wanted to be the standout note, wanted to be the note that got all the attention? We'd have chaos, not a masterpiece. It's honestly an encouraging and a beautiful way to illustrate the importance of one simple piece and one simple part of a magnificently complicated and beautifully orchestrated whole. It's a great way to think about it. Okay, so on to the rest of it. Sorry, I stayed there a while. But Sink thyself compassionately in the heart of humanity, and thou shalt reproduce the harmonies of heaven. So we should be that single note that helps comprise the rest of it, not to be the note that stands out, but to be the support, to be a part of the entirety of a thing. Be, a, be 
that drop that just blends in with the ocean, right? So sink thyself compassionately. Compassionately is a big important word here. Not egotistically, not selfishly, not self-centeredly, but compassionately and empathetically in the heart of humanity. And thou shalt reproduce the harmonies of heaven. So go out into the world with the consideration of others and not yourself to help and raise. And you'll bring you'll bring the likes of heaven here. You'll bring the light with you. Lose thyself in unlimited love toward all, and thou shalt work enduring works and shalt become one with the eternal ocean of bliss. Lose thyself in unlimited love towards all. That compassion. And thou shalt work enduring works. You will make a difference. You will make an impact. You will be a contribution to the whole. You will... Be of genuine good to this world. And shalt become one with the eternal ocean of bliss. That's the eternal we've talked about, the unending we've talked about, the ever was, the ever will be, and the ever is. When we have that mindset of just being a, being a part of humanity and trying to love as thoroughly and completely as possible, all we come in contact with is we we align with that power, that intrinsic hole in our soul gets filled. Man, this is this this part got me thinking while I was reading it, and I loved it. Man evolves outward to the periphery of complexity. So we keep growing and taking in all of this stuff and changing and going out to the to find the edges of ourselves. To the periphery of complexity and then involves backward to central simplicity. I don't know if that's a still valid use of those two words and as a opposite, like evolves, meaning an external evolution to interact outwardly, to know what was outward, to grow in knowledge and, of, and understanding of the external world. And then comparatively to that, to the self-awareness, self-knowledge, and understanding that walking a spiritual life gives you as involved. That's a very cool way to use it. So we get more complicated as we start to try to incorporate more of the external world. And as we start to know ourselves becomes more simple. That's pretty awesome. I like that line. When a man discovers that it is mathematically impossible for him to know the universe before knowing himself, 
He then starts upon the way, way is capitalized, which leads to original simplicity. Original simplicity also being capitalized. So, when we've tried with all of our might, when we've willed as much as we can to get an understanding of the world around us, and we come to the final realization that we must know ourselves first. That's what we're talking about here. There's no way we can truly understand the outside of us without knowing what's the inside of us, right? It's like being in a car and not knowing how a car works and then trying to explore a world. And the funniest example of that being like, you don't know if when you hit that pedal, if you figure out to hit the pedal, after you figure out to turn the car on, if you have, if the world's moving underneath you, if the car's moving forward. If all you've never, if all you've ever known is sitting in that driver's seat. It's an interesting just thought. We're trying to explore something that we don't even know the vehicle we're using to explore it. We don't even know the the principles that we're functioning under. We're just blindly walking through this world without doing that. And then after the real after the surrender really is made, we start to go walk this way the way which leads to original simplicity. can almost give a man chills, honestly, think about that. He begins to unfold from within, and, his, and as he unfolds himself, he unfolds the universe. The more you begin to understand yourself and understand spiritual principle, spiritual law, spiritual understanding, the world starts to make a little bit more sense. As for me... That's been my personal experience with it, actually. Is that the world begins to make some more sense in my life. Why things happen. Begin to have an explanation. When I thought for so long the world was just a cruel place. And that God didn't care. It's an interesting and amazing Beautifully simple change of perspective that I was blessed with. Now this last line. This is a plaque worthy, I think. Cease to speculate about God and find the all-embracing good within thee. Quit seeking to argue. need to write this down. I forgot about this. Do not seek to argue. Seek to understand. That goes right along with this that last statement. Or may cease to speculate about God and find the all-embracing good within thee. 
Do not seek to argue. Do not seek to disprove God. That's what I was doing for so long. Just look for good. And it's been my experience. I found God along the way. So, that was a... um, Absolutely perfect reading. Absolutely perfect. Loved it. This one's now gone into my top five. It's um, it certainly is speaking to me in in a way to change my perspective on some things. And whenever I come across one of those, that's a that's a really good day for me. Just trying to, as I've been told, has been said before in twelve steps room. I'm just trying to find some old perspectives to get rid of. Whenever I find one that really resonates with what the truth is, gets me encouraged, excited, so. But all right, we'll end it there. Thank you all for joining me for today's reading. I hope you guys liked that as much as I did. And I'm always grateful for the listening. So have a great day. And until next time, thanks. (music) 